Darling, didn't anyone ever tell you the rules you use to judge yourself aren't real? here we are welcome back welcome to season three episode 23 welcome to my new apartment here in tampa florida where the sun is always shining and i kind of wish it wasn't this hot all the time but as a kid who from minnesota i'm not going to complain i hope you're doing well today i hope you're drinking water today i got 12 house plants when I moved into this new apartment. And these are very cool house plants for a couple reasons. Number one, they claim to be impossible to kill, which I need that. They're self-watering. It's called Easy Plant. I don't know if you've gotten these ads, but I got the ads and I was sold and I, I go big or go home. So I was like, if I'm gonna become a plant person, I'm going to be a plant person. So I've got 12 of these plants and you can tell when these plants start needing water because they just don't look very good. Like they don't die right away, but they don't look very good. And human beings are the same way. As much as we would like to believe that we are more evolved, special, whatever, when you really get down to it, we are the same as houseplants. We need to get sunshine. We need water. And we need some interaction. Because if you think back to your science classes from elementary school, plants require what? Carbon dioxide. And they give off what? Oxygen. And human beings do the opposite. We give off carbon dioxide and we take in oxygen. And there's that give and take balance connection that both plants and humans need. You know, we're all living in harmony together. That's my roundabout way of trying to encourage and inspire you to drink some water. Okay? Get some water into your body. And let's talk about how to overcome body shame and guilt because, man, if this isn't the biggest thing standing in the way of pretty much everyone's body confidence and body image and relationship with their body. Like, it's all about shame and guilt and feeling like I'm not doing the right things or I'm doing the wrong things or there's just something about me that I need to hide or I need to change or I need to control so that I am acceptable and worthy. And the truth is, there is nothing about your body that is inherently shameful. There's nothing. Your body is natural. Your body is made by God. And your body is no better or worse than any other body walking around on the planet, like at the very baseline level. Your body needs water. My body needs water, right? Like a supermodel's body needs water and a sumo wrestler's body needs water. Like no matter the size, no matter the color, no matter the shape, we all need the same things at the end of the day. There is nothing fundamentally wrong 
with your body. But shame and guilt comes from the belief that we are wrong, that we are incorrect, that we are shameful. It's this belief that imperfection is shameful. And it's not. Imperfection is not shameful. Imperfection is part of the human existence. Like, sorry to break it to you, but you will never be perfect. None of us will ever be perfect. And I want to get into kind of the common sources of shame. Before we talk about how to overcome something, you have to understand what it is, where it comes from, and then figure out what you're going to do about it. Because the more you understand something, the less intimidating it becomes, the less power it has over you, and the more information you have to try to to combat it, right? To overcome this shame and guilt. And, you know, I'm speaking from experience. Like, I used to feel a lot of shame around my body. So I get it. I get how it feels. So the common sources of shame that I can think of are food, eating, right? Our eating habits. A lot of diet culture creates shame around what we choose to eat, how much we choose to eat, how often we eat. There's a lot to unpack there just in that itself. But what else do we feel shame around? We feel shame around our natural bodily functions, especially as women. There's a whole section in my book around menstruating and shame around our periods and how women for centuries have been ostracized because of something that they can't control. A natural process within their body that they cannot control, which is, by the way, essential to the human existence. If women didn't menstruate, the human race would cease to exist. So respect where respect is due, right? You can read the book for more information on that. Uh, Other sources of shame, the fact that we have imperfections, we feel shame around the fact that our skin isn't perfect, that we have scars, that we have stretch marks, that we have cellulite, that we have wrinkles, that we have acne scars, that we have acne to begin with, enlarged pores, oily skin, hairy skin, dry skin. Like there's so many ways for skin to be imperfect. It's like, why are we fighting this losing battle? I just want my skin to feel nice. Like for me, not not to my, not nice to the touch, but like I want it to feel good. I want it to be hydrated. And that's about it. <laughs> and I don't want to have breakouts because they're painful. Not because of the way they look. Obviously, I don't love the way they look. But it's not like I'm crippled by the state of my skin, which I really used to be. Like that used to be something that I was constantly feeling shame about like oh my god get more concealer onto my face because I cannot let anyone know that I have a pimple like that that was a big thing for me for years so our imperfections common sources of shame what else um sexual history and purity shame from culture but mostly like the church right the the majority of people that I meet and interact with who have sexual shame, it comes from some sort of religious background, which is really sad to me. 
as someone who has a very strong faith, my faith is something that has released me from shame. It's not something that adds to my shame or adds to my guilt. It's something that releases me from it. So, I mean, I have done other episodes about that topic specifically, but when you're thinking about these sources of body shame and guilt, you really need to drill into some of these sources and say, okay, let's take a look at what this is really about and what the real agenda might be because it may be more about controlling women than it is about the gospel. I'll just put it, I'll just put it like that. Obviously, there are, there's more than one religion in the world. Lots of religions have an opinion about what you're supposed to do with your body. But what I love about the Christian religion is that there is no shame and guilt. There is freedom. And yeah, it's, it's a good thing. So getting through the rest of these uh, sources of shame. No, that's it. Okay, I said there are the, eating patterns natural bodily functions, the imperfections we have, and our sexual history or sources of impurity can cause shame. Just off the cuff here, you can also feel shame and guilt around your exercise patterns, right? You start feeling really guilty if you feel like you're not doing the right things. Oh, I'm not exercising enough. I'm not doing this enough. Uh -uh -uh. So what you need to understand is that it takes energy to feel shame and to feel guilt. Do you ever do you ever notice when you're feeling guilty that you feel tired? You feel defeated? You feel like you want to like just ugh, like it's this icky gross feeling, right? That feels different than when you just are at your normal baseline or when you feel happy, when you feel excited, that makes you, you know, feel lighter. But there's this heaviness. It requires energy to feel shame and guilt. So the reason you want to overcome this is because you get your mental space back, first of all. You become in a better mood, but you also get your energy back. And that means you get to focus your energy on things that are life-giving, things that you're excited about, things that you want to create and produce in the world, things you want to learn, things you want to practice. You can use that energy that you're feeling shame and guilt around to, I don't know, go for a walk, drink some water. Like you can use that energy to do helpful things for your body rather than wasting that energy feeling shame and guilt. You get that? That That is energy expended. So please don't waste any time feeling shame or guilt about your body. Because whatever is in the past is in the past. It's done. You can't change anything about that. The only thing you have control over is what you do in this moment right now. So right now you can decide, okay, no more shame, no more guilt, rather than believing that these things about me are incorrect or wrong or shameful or that I need to be perfect in order to be happy and loved and accepted. What if I believed something else? And that's where we're getting into 
how to overcome body shame and guilt. You overcome it by confronting these ideas. Confront the idea that normal things about your body are shameful or should be hidden or altered or waxed or <laughs> or covered. It's not shameful. Shame thrives in hiding. Shame thrives in hiding. So the best way to release the power of shame is to get it out of its hiding place. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily go around and show these body parts that you're uncomfortable with to the world. It could mean that. I don't know. You know, it depends. If you feel shame around your feet and you never wear open-toed sandals, not even to the beach, because you think that your toes look weird, yeah, you should probably stop doing that. Like, you deserve to be able to wear sandals or no shoes at all to the beach or to the pool. Other people can deal with it. Like, that's one thing. Like, don't sacrifice your comfort, your physical comfort, for the social comfort of other people. Stop doing that. And then another way, the more practical way, the, the more common way that you overcome this and you get this into the light is you share this verbally, share this, or you can text it to someone, you know, but really speaking this out loud, sharing with someone you trust what it is that you feel ashamed of about your body. Or what is the thing that you're struggling with? What is the guilt that you're carrying? Share this with someone you trust because what you don't want to have happen is they join you in the shame fest, right? Of like, oh my God, me too. I haven't gone to the gym in forever. I'm so bad and terrible. Uh, we're the worst. Don't share it with someone like that. Share it with someone who's going to speak truth into that lie. Share it with someone who has good advice, someone who's just going to listen and support you, someone who's going to challenge some of these beliefs. And if someone doesn't come to mind, I now started offering a day of voice notes. It's like a VIP coaching day. It's called a body confidence breakthrough. And what it is, is a eight-hour period where you and I exchange unlimited voice notes back and forth on WhatsApp to dig into some of these areas, whichever areas you want to start with. There's a whole intake form and everything, but we can cover how to overcome body shame and guilt with your specific focus areas. Maybe it's shame eating. Maybe it's guilt around something that your body does naturally that you feel like it's wrong or it's incorrect or or this is stopping you from feeling good in your body. Maybe you have a really heavy history with the church of sexual shame and guilt. I feel like that is one of my callings in life to free women from some of the lies and the hurt and the damage that has been done by an institution that is supposed to be designed to create freedom for women, right? But instead, you know, it hasn't for a lot of them. So that is available to you. But how you do that 
is you bring it into the light. You can even start by doing this just with yourself. Write it down on a piece of paper. What is it that you actually feel shame or guilty about? And then start poking holes in it. This is what this is what you do in the Body Image Solution book. Like the whole book walks you through how to do this in different steps. But you poke holes in it by saying, is this always true? Is this true for everyone? Everywhere, in all times, in all places? Because if it's not true for everyone, everywhere, in all times, at all places, it might not be true for you. Or maybe you just need to introduce some grace to yourself. Maybe there is a pattern that you know you need to get out of. But the shame and the guilt is keeping you trapped in that pattern. The shame and the guilt is what's keeping you there. If you start to have grace and patience and compassion, you're not going to be stuck in that spiral anymore. You know what? Here's a fun fact. I consider myself a fairly healthy person. Actually, I consider myself a very healthy person. I drink at least 40 ounces of water every day. I stopped drinking alcohol altogether. I eat about three quarters vegan. Like most of my meals are vegan. I'll have some meat here and there. I don't need a lot of sugar. I just, you know, I consider myself pretty healthy. Do I sit down on the couch and eat an entire bag of Chex Mix Muddy Buddies cookies and cream flavor? Yes. Yes, I do. Because sometimes there is nothing better than enjoying, you know, your favorite sweet snack or your favorite salty snack. And just, you know what? I'm not going to put any restrictions or shame or guilt around what I do or do not end up eating while I sit here watching an episode of Bel Air on Peacock Thursday nights because that's what I like to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like we're not these, we're not these like health robots that our purpose is to go around and eat as little calories as possible or as few grams of fat as we can possibly get into one day. Like, like what, that's not the goal of our existence, okay? We are allowed, you are allowed to eat food that you enjoy and you can still be healthy, right? But if I started to feel shame and guilt around eating that whole bag of Chex Mix, Muddy Buddies, Puppy Chow, which is amazing, then you know what? I might feel like a failure and I might feel like, well, there goes everything. So I may as well just eat everything else too. Or I may as well not work out tomorrow because, you know, I've already ruined my progress or I now, ooh, now I, I'm going to feel guilty if I don't work out tomorrow because I have to burn off these calories from eating this. And it's just like when you remove those ideas and thoughts from your whole brain, the decisions you make end up being healthier. That's what it happened for me, at least. And, and the way you do this is by seeing your body differently. And that's why I created the 16 Days to Beat Negative Self-Talk 
download resource on my website because when you start practicing those beliefs, there are 16 different beliefs that specifically target commonly held beliefs about bodies, beliefs about women's bodies, food, whatever. When you swap them out, you will be shocked how quickly things start to change. So if you struggle with body shame and guilt, I want to invite you to sign up for a day of voice notes with me. You can schedule that body confidence breakthrough. That's the same thing. Day of voice notes is a body confidence breakthrough. You'll be able to chat with me one-on-one over voice notes throughout the day. You know, you can listen to the voice note, replay it, respond once you've had some time to reflect, and then I do the same thing. Like, it's a really nice, low-stakes way to start talking about some of these issues that can feel very heavy and very personal. It is very heavy and is very personal, but when you when it's just your voice, you know, you don't have to get on a Zoom call with me, and it's not even in real time, so there's no pressure to, like, respond right away. It's a great way to get started talking about some of these these topics that are very tender. And like I said, if you want to journal through this on your own, the body image solution, you can get it on Amazon. That's a great way to journal through all your body stuff. Or you can just grab a grab your pen and and journal that you've got right now and start poking holes like those questions I said. Is this always true? Is this true for everyone? The feeling of guilt really comes from betraying yourself. Guilt is the feeling that you don't measure up to the standard that you have set for yourself. But the problem comes when other people influence the standard that you have for yourself. All the standards that we create have to come from somewhere. And a lot of times, they come from our parents, from our friends, from our teachers, from someone we follow on Instagram. You know, where is your standard coming from? And is it realistic for you? You, as an everyday person, shouldn't have the same expectations and standards as someone who earns a living based on the way they look. Let's just start there. You shouldn't have the same expectations of your body that someone who earns a living based on their looks has for theirs. Because unless my body is paying my rent, I'm not going to put that much emphasis on what it looks like. Like, I'm just not. I have a job to do, right? Like, I'm an adult. I have responsibilities. I can't spend all my time worrying about this. So... Guilt comes from betraying yourself. And so if you have these unrealistic expectations and you don't meet them, that is when you are feeling guilty. But the way to overcome this guilt isn't by just meeting those expectations. It's by developing integrity with yourself. And for the time being, that might mean lowering these expectations to something that you can easily meet over and over again. That's why I say, start by drinking water. That's the perfect place to start. Follow through on that. Figure out an amount, 40 ounces. I've got a big 40 ounce water bottle. That's what I use. 
That's my gauge. I would like to drink 40 ounces of water every day. As you follow through on that, you start to build integrity with yourself. You start to realize, I do the things I say I'm going to do. I keep my promises to myself. That is the antidote for guilt. But before you can keep your promises, you have to be equipped to fulfill those promises and follow through on the things that you say. So don't set your sights too high because otherwise you're not going to follow through and you're going to feel guilty. But if you set your goals correctly, you will build integrity. You will not feel guilty. You will not feel shame. And then you can build up to a point where then you are hitting those goals that maybe you had at the beginning, but you just, you just weren't, you didn't have the capacity to do it right off the bat. Okay? Again, it's, it's different for everyone, but this is the strategy. This is the approach. This is what I did. And you know what? It worked. You know, five years later, I'm still doing this stuff. I don't feel shame or guilt about really anything anymore. Like, I do not feel shame. I do not feel guilty. Um, I feel convicted now and then about like, eh, you know what? I really haven't been doing X, Y, Z. So let's switch up the the routine a little bit. Let's let's get back on that horse, okay? And that's just kind of how the internal dialogue goes. You know, it's not, oh my God, I can't believe that you haven't. Oh, you're so bad. You're the worst. Like, I don't talk to myself that way anymore. Um, I don't, I don't shame myself or guilt myself into doing things. It's not very motivating. Uh, it works for certain types of people, but we don't want to be those types of people, right? Like, no, uh, we want to be confident, secure, integrity filled women. And that's what, that's what I'm here to help you do. So again, remember shame thrives in hiding overcome body shame and guilt by getting it into the light share it with someone you trust open up about this and you will see the the power of this just lifted and like i said i would be honored to be the one that you choose to share this with so you can book a body confidence breakthrough we can have that day of voice notes again link in the description you can access all of that Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm glad to be back. It feels good to be here and I'll see you in the next one.